Hey everybody, a nice change of events. We are here for another GNA podcast, yet you have a different host again this week. Yeah, it's Zyver. Zyver, motherfuckers. You're stuck turn, with me. It turns out that D did such a bad job. Um, we're, We have some guests here, uh, some regulars, some, some very regular people, and some most recently regulars. Uh, we're going to start off with our good friend here, Icy. How's it going, man? Yeah, it's going pretty good, you know. Uh, weekend's about to start, and it's seeming to be uh, um, good weather this entire weekend. Ah, you fucker. We got rain. Rain all weekend, and I got to work tomorrow. So, yeah, pretty much right after this show, I'm going to bed because I have to wake up earlier. Um, yeah, Shinzu, how about you, man? How's it going? Really good. I don't have to work tomorrow morning, so I can sleep in. Ah, fuck you too, man. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to get rain tomorrow until Sunday. Sunday's supposed to be gorgeous. I'm going to go over to some friend's house and celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And then I plan on... Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to pull what we did the last time I was up there and it was raining. I thought about it. I really I really did. <laughs> but um, uh, my friend was mentioning the fact that he's going to get uh, a couple of pork butts and he's going to put them on a smoker for uh, several hours so we're gonna smoke some meat and then make some tacos out of them so hold on you're gonna smoke some meat but are you gonna bring some republic no ah you fucker gotta bring the Uh, republic i mean i could but i'm actually trying to cut down on my beerage (laughs) all right fair enough and and we have our ghost our ghost formerly known as damoc how are you buddy how's it going uh, I'm pretty good. I'm not sure how I became the ghost, but I'm now a ghost. Apparently, I died of alcohol poisoning. I don't know, man. I mean, can't see you in any of the Discord feed. I mean, I see you pulled into this, but other than that, I don't see you, man. It just looks like people are speaking all kinds of weird shit. I asked uh, Cecil if I could be the town drunk since I'm ranked number one in the Discord. Oh, I... okay, so so you're the town drunk. Nobody sees you anyways. I get it now. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, apparently I'm just a ghost. The embarrassment of the crowd. So everybody just looks past you and it's like, oh, wait, what was that? Was that wind? Yeah, as always. All right, now into the most important part. Well, one of the most important parts. What is everybody drinking? And from the bottom of the list, Damoc. Buddy, what are you Whoa. drinking? You're on the bottom of the list. You can't let us down. You're on the bottom of the list, not me. Well, I'm the, I'm the host. I go last after everybody else. Oh, the host with the most. Okay, I got you. Well, I'm the ghost with the least, so don't worry about it. Uh, well, I started off tonight at Red Lobster, where I had a very nice Long Island, and now I've moved on to the tried and true Golden Monkey, and I'll be hammering those back and slurring my words in no time. Alright, Golden Monkey. Is that anything like the monkey shoulder? Kind of rough? Uh, not really. It's pretty damn smooth. I have no idea what it actually is. It just tastes good, and it's decent ABV. Alright, fair enough. How about you, uh, Shinzu? Well, I went to a, a small uh, bar called Delhi 126 here in Burlington, and I got a couple of mixed drinks. And then I came home and made my own mixed drink, which is an old-fashioned, but it's a slight twist. I'm using some bottom-of-the-barrel rye, which burns so hard, and I'm actually kind of regretting making the drink because I feel <laughs> like it, it's, you know, bourbon and rye are good for uh, old-fashions, but this this rye is just not... It's not good. 
it's just bo- it's just bad. And uh, I probably shouldn't mix this drink because I made a relatively large old fashioned, and I'm kind of regretting having to drink it. Not because you know the alcohol is going to do me in, but because it just it just tastes so bad. So basically, just made yourself a glass of gut rot. I mean, pretty much. Um, when I bought this bottle of uh, of rye, I was buying a bottle that I assumed was somewhat decent because it was middle price range and I wasn't looking to spend a ton of money because I was going to be drinking it at a friend's place on the weekend. And if I forgot the bottle, I didn't want to feel like crap I'm out, you know, $60, $70. So I bought like this on sale $25 bottle. I was like, yeah, it'll be great. And I bought it and it fucking sucked. So then today I was like, you know, I can make myself a mixed drink and it probably won't be so bad. I'll, I'll dress it up a bit. And I think I made it worse. Dude, it's like putting orange rind in diesel. It's still going to be fucking diesel. It just has orange rind. It really is. Like, I have to keep this shit away from any sort of open flames because if it goes anywhere near, it's going to ignite and explode the apartment. All right. Sounds like a fun night for you. Uh, it's going to be a slow night. I see. How about you, man? What are you drinking? Well, um, I started off today with um, a Dogfish Head 90-Minute Imperial IPA. Then I moved on... Nice. I love the nineties. I'm starting to love. I'm starting to love them too. Um, I got a six pack, and you know I'm aging half of them, and I'm drinking half of them. So that's gonna be fun. Um, I I also had some cream ales earlier, as well as uh, two different types of mead. One is Danks Mijorn uh, mead, and the other one is Vikings blood. And then to top it all off, right now I'm drinking a huge bottle of sake. All right. When I say huge, I mean as big as a small dog. Bottle of sake. Sounds like you're in for a trip tonight. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm already drunk, so we'll see where this goes. All right. And now for myself. Well, I am being kind of Vermont basic. And by Vermont basic... Don't you fucking say it. It's something that Shinzu ragged on last episode. Don't you fucking say it. Good old magic hat. You Basic fucking bitch. Hey, it's all I had is cheap, and it's the cheapest good that I could get. I don't care. You go down to the corner store and you suck a guy's dick for fucking 40 ounces of something else. <laughs> nah, man. It, it's not bad. I, w- what I'm drinking is the the peeled and naked citrus IPA. It's um, it's very easy. It's like that... that that one chick at that one party that, you know, you find out that your tunnel brother's with. Um, yeah, it's that kind of easy. The only reason why it's called easy and it's naked is because the brewer can't afford clothing because that beer sucks. Hey, it is is better than uh, Paps. All right, granted, whoa, piss whoa, in a bottle is better than Paps Blue Ribbon. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's the people's beer of Richmond you are disrespecting right there. If you're a hipster... You're drinking Pabst in Richmond. Have you seen the people of Richmond? Come on. Yeah, let's be honest. The people of Richmond are about maybe one step above the people of Walmart. And the only reason why they drink Pabst Blue Ribbon is because they honestly don't know any better. And they're just trying to be so outside the mainstream that they're trying to drink the shit that no one else will touch. That's why, up until recently, Pabst Blue Ribbon was going out of business. And then someone swooped in and saved them. But who really gives a fuck about Pabst Blue Ribbon? I mean, nobody. it's basically just I, Jenny. I, I drink with it with a different bottle. Yeah, I drink it all the time. You're not a good person. We've all agreed on this. Yes, that is very, very true. I am not a good person, but I drink Paps because 
they drink paps on South Park, and every time I crack one, I get to say, shut up, bitch, and just throw the beer. No, the correction, they don't drink paps blue ribbon on South Park. You know that's not the name of the beer, right? Uh, we watched a whole episode on it, like, a couple months ago. But they don't think they ever call it Paps Blue Ribbon. They, they change the name, don't they? Slightly. No, it, it's Paps Blue Ribbon. I remember the episode. It is Paps Blue Ribbon. Is it really? Wow, they, yeah. they're getting ballsy, man. All right, on to the next segment. Next segment, uh, yeah, what, what are we going to talk about? Um, State of Games. That's right, folks. And we're going to go with Shinzu this time. What's your State of Games? I have been playing a lot more Player Unknown Battlegrounds. I've also been playing a lot of Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice. I tried to get into Resident Evil 2 again because I bought that game. I had such high hopes for it. And don't get me wrong, Resident Evil... I wish I could get that game. I, I kind of... I have a soft spot for those games, and I would love to play it. Which one, Resident Evil or Sekiro? Uh, both, actually. All right. Well, I mean, Resident Evil is a fantastic game, but like... But I was referring to uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, dude, it's such a good game. But like every time I sit down and I play it, like I feel like I have to donate because I can't just start the game and then stop the game like 20 minutes later because you get so involved in the game. You want to keep right? playing the game. Dude, and, I felt like that with the remake of the first game. Right? Like I, I played that game nonstop and then like I, I couldn't play it in like these 15, 20 minute spikes. And the problem is that, like, right now with my life the way it is, I have work and other responsibilities, so I, I can't sit down and devote for three hours to play That's this That's why game. I backburnered uh, the HD remake of the first game. I, I don't have time to sit around and just crawl around the mansion and hope that I can find a save spot before I have to go to work. And same, honestly. And I, I've been playing a lot more uh, friendly games that are more casual. Like, for example, PUBG, I can pop in. I can play a game and I can leave. You know, I can play Sekiro for 20, 30 minutes, then basically just find or force a save point to occur and then jump out of that game. And no harm, no foul. But I've also been playing some more of the um, Bethesda uh, game called Blades. Trying once again, like I told you the last couple weeks, I've been trying like hell to love this game or like the game, and I just fucking hate it, man. It's such a pile of shit money grab by Bethesda that, like, I honestly think that the next time they release an honest to god um, game for Skyrim or sorry, just sorry, Elder Scrolls, I'm actually going to just wait for it until it gets to like Game of the Year edition. I'll pick it up like a year after it comes out because I'm so worried that the next game they come out with is going to contain nothing but money grabbing play to win type bullshit i thought that they were doing another like daggerfall kind of game uh for the mobile or for pc for pc because i mean they're they're coming out with a new elder scrolls game elder scrolls 5 and that'll be out sometime in a year or two uh but the other variant for the one that i'm referring to is the um blades which is a mobile platform but that's all right bullshit now, in itself now do you think blades could possibly be a ugly duckling like, right now it's shit. Like the No Man's Sky kind of thing where it started out shit but evolves into something good. Does it have that kind of potential? Here's what I'm looking at right now. The game is really like, all right, so the basic concept of the game is, you know, shit happens, you are in a town, everyone knows who you are, but you don't know who you are. It's kind of straight in mystery how you should have died, but you're still alive, but you might have died, but you came back, and no one really is saying how you came back, but you're there, and you're trying to rebuild this town. So you have to collect resources to rebuild the town, do daily quests and all this other stuff. And, you know, normally if you had certain things, you could, you know, if you had materials to make a potion or you had materials to make a suit of armor, you would just 
make the suit of armor at a smithy or you'd make it at an alchemist shop. Well, this one requires you to hand the ingredients to the shopkeeper who will then make it. And there's a timer on how long it'll take. Depending on how many you do, the level of the potion you do, it takes longer. And you can skip the line by paying them red ge- or sorry, green gems. And the green gems are stupid freaking expensive. Like it's 25 bucks or something like that to get the equivalent of a chest. And then it takes you 12 hours to open a chest if you get anything above a gold level. And it's ridiculously stupid. And the entire concept is clearly nothing more than a money grab that everything around this game is just geared to make you pay real money. And there's no multiplayer aspect of it. The lore is kind of there, but like I've been opening the game once a day for like a week or two and I'll pop in, I'll collect the free items and I'll pop out. And then like I might sit down and actually do quests when I feel like I have nothing else to do. And that's what the game has become. It has become a shitter game. I will play that game when I'm taking a long turd. Now, to slightly interrupt here, uh, it's kind of sounded like what was going to be for, uh, what was it, Battlefront 2, with the way that they had the, um, I guess, loot crate system for that game until people complained that, oh, hey, it's going to take me like 10 years to grind just for like this special armor or whatever. So they ended up changing it to make it easier. I'm surprised that people didn't make the same kind of stink with this game as they did with the EA's Battlefront 2. Well, don't get me wrong. People have made, people complained in mass about this game. So like uh, opening certain chests took almost double the amount of time or triple the amount of time in some aspects. And people complained so much that they would have to basically devote, because you can open, you get chests, like you can get chests relatively easily, but the downside being is that chests take, you know, uh, silver chests used to take like three hours to open, and you can only open one chest at a time. So when you're opening a chest, you can't open any other chests. So the quest that you would go to collect chests, after 10 chests, you have to trash other chests. So what is the point? That's why I hold stock better in like a titty bar, because you can look at chests all you want, and you don't have to fucking wait. Right. So to give you an example, a legendary chest in this game cost 2,500 green gems. So you figure in $2,500 isn't that much, right? It can't possibly be that much for gems. That's that's $19.99. It's $20 for a legendary chest. That's fucking ridiculous. 19 fucking dollars. And if you want to complete a chest early, it costs money. So you can basically break it down where like you could do the math if you really wanted to, where where a thousand or twenty five hundred equals this much per gem. You can break it down to gems, like actual per gem, and you can start realizing that it takes a fucking ridiculous amount of gems to do anything basic. Like you can get fourteen thousand green gems for a hundred dollars. It doesn't sound worth it to me. It's not worth it. The game itself has. There's no meat on the bones of this game right now. Like if this game had aspects that made it fun the controls are still wonky uh if you're walking in a straight line and you try to turn slightly your character will do like a 360 there's a lot of small bugs in the game i have faith that they'll work out but even if they fix the base game they're looking at maybe uh i'm gonna say in conservative terms it's gonna take them about two years to make this game a viable option as a casual game and as i'm telling you as i said already this game is really only good when you're sitting down and you feel a large turd coming on and you need to waste time and maybe youtube is just not doing it for you and you maybe want something a little bit more interactive so would you say it's kind of like uh uo when it first started out with the 
craziness of uh, like um, how long it actually took you to do stuff, and it took what was it like two or three years for it to uh, balance out on like um, how you grind for your uh, your stat upgrades, your your ability uh, increases, and all that. I mean, kind of, maybe. So, like, in one aspect of this thing, you kind of like a traditional character. You roll your character, and you put stats into their slots. Like, you choose what slots you want. I accidentally chose the wrong slot. I wasn't really paying attention. It's Admittedly, it's my fault. So I went to re-roll my character, and they're like, you have to spend green gems to re-roll your character. Well, I didn't have any, so I would have to spend real money. And everything is so far out of range for casual gamers because you get green gems very sparingly without having to actually put forth effort. And if you put forth effort, that means actually spending hours in the game. So it's a force pay game. It's it's a force pay game for those that want to actually get further in the game. And I'm sure as you get further in the game, there will be might be some more exciting stuff. There's an arena, which I guess you could do PvP, but PvP in that game would be bad, only because the actual like controls would be all wonky in hell. But the game really is... It's a game that you play when you have nothing else to do. And even in two years' times, it's kind of like a Destiny situation where Destiny came out and the game was just mediocre at best. This is subpar mediocre level. This is what Bethesda is just should be ashamed of this game in all honesty. Like they should absolutely never have put their name on this game, but they did. And they're going to be rolling with it for the next couple of years. They're going to have to. And as, you know, Android, iOS, and these guys are trying to push gaming on mobile platforms to attract more people to their phone platforms and increase the, the overall sellability of these items, these companies are going to be churning out games like this for years to come. And they're going to actually turn out to be all pay to win. No matter what mobile game you pick up, you have to pay to win. Some are better than others. Um, I've been playing um, Dragalia Lost, and I'm, I have still been playing the game. And occasionally I go through sprints where I don't play the game. But in this aspect, that game, I find to be, they give you so much stuff from that game that if you, I haven't put a dime in that game, and I still have some of the best characters that you can get in that game just by rolling the amount of times I was able to roll. These other games like this game, you have to put money into them if you want to get anywhere in the game. Because they have, let's say, Limestone is such a rare, it's a, it's a common commodity, but it's like the rarest common commodity you can get. So I have to stretch my supply of it and figure out what I want to build because I'm only going to get X amount per like week I actually played the game. All right, yeah, it totally sounds like something that you you need to be able to throw time at, but you don't want to throw time at because it's so ridiculous on doing anything in the game. Let's put it this way. If you gave, everyone remembers, everyone remembers E.T., right? Yes. Okay, so let's say this way. If the developers of ET gave the game to EA and said, "Hey, we want you to publish this game." And EA turned around and said, "I'm going to go ahead and put, you know, digital billage on everything. I want this game to be pay to win or, you know, free to play, quote unquote." That's what this game pretty much is. There's really nothing there and it's all pay. All right. Um so other than that and Dragalia, is there anything else? Well, I mean, Sekiro and Resident Evil in between spots. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sekiro Yep. is a fantastic game so if you haven't got it i would definitely go for that game over resident evil because resident evil 2 will drop in price within yeah i'm waiting for both of those games to do a price chop um icy how about you man what have you been uh hitting up well i've been playing a lot of uh borderlands enhanced i'm getting pretty far i'm really loving the changes that bethesda made to the it feels like you're playing a whole new experience, honestly. And I like that. Um, as someone who played the original game, it feels like, like it's good to know you're not just replaying the game and there's actually new things to discover. I've also been playing a lot of Destiny 2. 
um, as well as a mobile game myself called Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. It's also an obvious, you know, cash grab, pay to win type game. All right. But, is that one the one where they include like uh, the One Piece characters and some other anime characters? So not, not, not this one. I know the one you're talking about, but that's not this one. All right. This one is like Dragon Ball is like a card game, collectible ga- card game, where you summon characters and they're like represented as cards, but you use them to battle. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, Rage of Bahama and a few other card games like that. Yes, exactly. Uh, I- I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's fun. Uh, you can tell that where they're actually obviously trying to get, um, get you to pay real money, but you don't have to spend real money to be to have fun in this game so that's one thing i appreciate see that's one thing that i'd like about uh some mobile games where they make it fun enough to where you can go through the game not get held up by having to buy something to continue on or wait like a month or so for something to drop to progress i hate it when games say hey you know what you're level 10 now, and there's this raid available, but you need this item or, you know, crystals or this many, like, you know, gold coins to enter this raid. I hate when they do that shit, and they don't give you a way to earn it in a fast enough manner. So, um, I'm the same way. This on this game is Dragonstones, which you use to summon new characters, and they bring out, like, new banners with certain characters with different leader skills and uh, different attacks and everything. But um, they have a story mode where every every single story event you play will give you Dragonstones, as well as any event you do in the game will give you at least one Dragonstone. Uh, so they do make it quite easy to build up on Dragonstones for free. So it is possible to um, get a pretty good team without spending any... All right. Um, so would you call that your... your uh... Your week so far with uh, gaming? Yes, I would. <laughs> uh, nothing. Yeah, I wish it, I wish it was more, but that's about it. All right, and uh, let's go on to our good friend here, Damoc. How about you, man? Have you been playing anything exciting? Uh, so I picked up Forager because I've been watching some of uh, the indie streamers play it, and it seems really interesting. I sunk at least three days into that game. It's pretty fun. It's basically designed for you to win and advance. I haven't come across anything that is even remotely complicated, but it's a lot of fun. And you start playing it, and you don't realize, holy shit, it's 12 hours later. What have I been doing with my life? Uh, yeah, it, that one's pretty good. If you're looking for an indie game that's fun to play, and I guess I don't want to call it retro graphics, but it's not graphically intensive at all. And unfortunately, I'm also playing a mobile game. But my mobile game does not have ads. Uh, it is not pay to win. I don't really get opted spend money on it at all. I'm playing almost a hero, which is you ever played Idle Heroes on PC or all those yes. idle games? Yep, it's one of those. And I've been building up my characters for two weeks. If you spend a week just playing it and letting them run and leveling them up as you're going, you don't have to spend any money anything and it doesn't prompt you for, there's no video advertisements there's no banner advertisements there's none of that garbage in it it's just a lot of fun that's awesome i like games like that 
Um, yeah, just shoot me that game in a message at some point. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, like I said, it's not harassing me for anything, and I kind of want to spend money on it, but then I unlocked the time trials thing, and I got so many gems from just beating the time trials real quick with a single character that I have enough gems to buy all of the upgrades for everything. Just having a good time. That's nice. That's really nice. I like that. Um, anything else? Uh, no. I got sucked into Forager, and then I got sucked into my mobile game. Alright, well, for myself, um, I've been playing a few things across the multitude of uh, systems. Uh, I've been jumping back in the gears on the uh, Xbox One, uh, Gears 4, that is. Um, I got a little ways into it, then got sidetracked, so I'm trying to get through that game. Um, Mobile-wise, I've been playing Eternal Card Game and Another Eating. Um, yeah, PC, I've dove into both of the Tomb Raiders, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Tomb Raider. I want to finish both of those. I haven't finished them yet. Uh, I'm still trying to get through Assassin's Creed Origin, but I'm procrastinating on it because I'm at the last bit of it. I uh, And that's the DLC, uh, the Pharaoh's Curse or whatever it is. And I'm kind of... Uh, procrastinating because I don't want to finish it. I really hammered through that game and I enjoyed it and I'm kind of upset that it's almost over. So I I kind of eased the, into pumping the brakes on that. Um, I've gone through and run a lot of the side mission stuff to try and stretch it out, but I'm finding it way too easy to get through all the side stuff now that I can just fast travel to any location that's near the uh, goal zone of that side mission. Yeah, I, I've i been uh, going back to my um, retro pie also and hitting a lot of the older stuff uh, where I can, only because it's quick, easy, and I don't care if I just have to shut it off and run to work. Uh, Lately, I've been playing a lot of Cuber and Dig Dug, so <laughs> that's about that. Well, that's not bad. So I haven't had a chance to even open them out of the plastic yet, but I'm about to get my retro gaming kick on. I bought for the Nintendo Switch because I recently just bought another Nintendo Switch. So now there's two in this household again. We had two, went down to one, now it's back to two. But I went and bought the Mega Man Legacy Collection and the Mega Man Legacy Very Collection. Very nice. Yeah, it's one and two. and I guess it goes from the original Mega Man to Mega Man 10. And then there are so many games on this other one. The Sega Genesis Classics. And I'm really excited to break that one open. Absolutely, man. When I saw you post that, I got a little excited. I have to pick those up. Um, I have the Mega Man ones. Uh, I got volume two for the PS or the, um, Xbox, uh, one. And I have volume one for uh PS4, but I also have both volume one and two on PC for steam. So it's like, okay, I have it in multiple places. Where do I want to start diving into those? But the Sega one that you got, 
I want to pick that up. I want to see the uh, adaptations to the Switch for graphics, see how well adapted. Because the uh, unit that I got, that cheapo fucking HD Genesis quote-unquote mini, um, the graphics did not translate well at all. It was horrible. It wasn't worth the 65 bucks, and it was let down. I mean, Christ, the the um, smoothing from the retro pie was better than that fucking piece of shit. So I looked into buying that little Genesis thing and I saw a bunch of people with them and I listened to a bunch of the reviews and decided against it. Then I saw this in Target uh, a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh, well, that looks interesting. I looked at all the reviews, they added so many quality of life features to it, and they added quality of life features to the Mega Man ones that are only on Switch, where you have a one minute rewind. So if you screw up, you can literally rewind the game up to one minute, and then start playing immediately. On the Genesis ones, they added all of the quality of life improvements, including the backgrounds, and everything to make it look like you're playing on an old TV or a couple different things. I'm really excited to break into it. It says over 50 games. I don't remember all the games that are on there. Uh, but if you have been paying attention, Sega has been talking about launching an official mini console since... Yes, I heard about that. They're working on a deal with, uh, I believe it's Google, on doing a system together. Yeah, I don't know who they're going to deal through, but I've been seeing that, and they're saying end of this year it will come out. Now, how many games will be on it and all of that, I don't know, but I will always pick one of those things up and then, you know. Absolutely, same here. Um, Just like when uh, Steam had the uh, Sega collection release on it, I picked that up, and it was a better adaptation than... Uh, this piece of shit that I got for 65 bucks at Target. I mean, I, I wouldn't have put my name or released the rights to do that because it was such a piece of shit. And I think Sega deserves a little more uh, quality of, um, of announcement than it's getting through the people that put that thing together. Yeah, uh... I got the, the Steam release of all of the games. It came in that big bundle package for like 40 something dollars or whatever on sale. Shit, and, I got it for less than that. Oh man, that's nice. I bought it for like 40 bucks, but it came with, you know, almost 100 games. And yeah, I'm guilty. I've never played a single one of them. Dude, I hook that shit up because it's available through VR. And it's great. You, uh, you load up in VR and you're in a bedroom and you look to your right, and there's a rack of fucking uh, Genesis games and Master System games. And you just reach over, grab one, put it in the system, and the TV powers on like old TV. And then uh, stretches right into your face. And there you go, you're playing it. Or you could have it set up to where you're sitting in front of a TV playing the game. Oh, that would be really awesome. I'm going to have to get a <laughs> VR headset. It's great. It's a very, very fun experience. All right. Um, as for topic tonight, we really didn't have much of a topic. So here's what I wanted to do. Um, 
we're going to revisit some questions. Oh yeah, it's going to be one of those things. So I am going to randomly pick questions like this one from Blue. Um, during the hiatus of the Blue Shark, do you think a viewer will finally write an email and send it to us at GNA podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one. I think someone would have to listen to us first. Touche. Touche, my friend. Uh, I'm not sure. I miss Blue, but I don't know. I don't know how many emails you guys normally get. I'm sure that there's probably some hate mail about me um, if anyone listens. Let's put it this way. We, keep, we get more emails from uh, Saudi princes saying that they'll give us money than anything else. You know, on another point, people would honestly have to care about Blue, and I don't put much stock in that either. I know, I mean, I still don't understand who this Blue guy is anyway, so, I mean, I heard him on the show recently, like, maybe once or twice. That's about it. You know, I honestly heard that his, uh, his Blue Shark name uh, was changed from his original name, uh, Blue Balls. Oh, I, he, I wouldn't know about that, but... I think the blue shark thing is still a lie because I don't think this guy is actually blue nor shark. And from the sound of his voice, uh, I wouldn't say that he's 45 either. All right. So does anyone else think that we'll actually get some worthwhile email before blue comes back next week? I would say that if, uh, if people wanted to email us, they could email us their suggestions on replacing blue. Oh, Hey, Hey, oh, those those are those are shots across the bow right there, man. I mean, I'm not really afraid of someone whose name is Blue Shark. I've heard the song Daddy Shark before and I'm not I'm not concerned with this. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyone else want to chime in? So, what you're saying is I need to write a very long-winded email about how much I miss Blue. And now that he has kind of come back to the Discord and we're changing Anime Night back to Wednesdays, I love him forever. Yeah, you just you just got to work the balls, man. Just walk, work the balls in that email. So why don't we do uh, why don't we do a poll um, if we can find people the email? Uh, what was the email address again? It is GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one. So if people want to see uh, Blue Shark return, they should either A, email us, or if people don't want to see Blue Shark return, they can also email us. That way we get emails, and depending upon the fact Well, the that, sad thing is, he's returning regardless, so... Well, they don't need to know that. We'll get emails. They could have a thousand emails that say, don't let Blue Shark return, and we could easily turn around and say, well, we got 2,000 emails saying that Blue Shark should stay here. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to mention into it, you got to say that he's racist against blue people. Because he is. He's right. racist against blue people. That is a genetic disorder. There should be no shaming on this show. Unless it's to Damoc, because, you know, he went full retard. Wait, 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 wait. Do you guys are aware that there are actual, like, Kentucky blue people, right? Yes, that... yes, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm fully aware of okay. the people. Next question. All right. I, I, I got one from uh, one of our hosts. Do you have a favorite cosplayer? If so, who and what is there is your favorite cosplay that they do? And this is coming from Microbrew. Oh shit! You know I really like TV show. Uh, it's Stephen Colbert. He cosplays as a ridiculous host. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I can accept that. 
I followed this girl on Instagram that I had a friend say, hey, you should check out my friend. And her name is Zergi, Z-E-R-G-G-I-E-E. And she cosplays a whole bunch of different random shit. And I don't know. She's really good at making her costumes. All right. Icy? Icy is lost to the void. Hello, Icy. Can you hear me? I'm sorry about that. I'm back. (laughs) All right. uh, I'll read the question again for you. Do you have a favorite cosplayer? If so, who and what is your favorite cosplay that they do? This is a question from Microbrew. Now, a favorite cosplayer? I do not know any cosplayers by name. I'm sorry. But Ron the- Jeremy. <laughs> yes, Ron Jeremy is my favorite cosplayer. Along with um, Ryan Kramer. All right. Um, they both play dudes with a dick then? No, no, no. Ryan Kramer? No, 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 no. He's a lot more sophisticated than that. He plays the guy who cleans up after the dude with the dick. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so he does- uh, To myself... To myself for this question, it will always and forever be Olivia Mung, no matter how famous she gets. And my favorite cosplay that she does is, uh, well, Leia. I love Olivia Mung as well, so I see where you're coming from. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit. I don't think I did much say the games. Hey, I see. Hold on a second. Were you just throwing up sake and that's why you were gone? No, I I was asleep, and I just woke myself up. Oh, my God. You just pulled the totes. Hey, everybody. A long-lost uh, person from the show, Mr. Totes. Guess what? Icy just pulled a little bit of a totes. Very nice. That is cool. That is an awesome throwback. Yeah, when I said I was, I was already drunk, I was not joking. I'm over here. I was listening to what you guys were talking about earlier, and I just fell asleep. And then I heard you guys say my name, and I just sat back awake and just tried to make it like, like nothing happened. Ah, so All it's right. exactly like work. Pretty much, 100%. All right, this one is actually from you, Icy. Uh, do you think that with games having such a big budget to create, it might be time to consider raising prices of games from $60? You can't ask that question. We covered that extensively, like, a couple episodes back. Absolutely fucking not. The games yeah, industry is huge. So they should be frozen for the time being. I think that games, given the point, given the price point of consoles, you should never be able to buy, like, three or four games and immediately put that much money into a console at all. Like, I think games, $60 right now is ridiculous for a game. And the only reason why... Absolutely. A game engine as expensive as it is is because, like, for example, the Unreal Engine is owned by a company and people will lease it for the company and they sell it for, they lease it for a ridiculous amount of money. If every company developed their in-own house engine, games would be technically cheaper, I guess, maybe. I'm not really sure. I don't really know what it takes to make those. But my hope would be that, yeah, they'd be cheaper. I honestly think that back in the day, $49.99 was fully acceptable. And now with the added aspect of DLC, where you buy a game, it's not even a full fucking game to begin with. I think that if you bought a game for forty nine ninety nine, you could then justify seventy dollars worth of DLC to make a full game, or sixty dollars for a season pass to get you that DLC. Yeah, you know, forty nine ninety nine, and then sixty dollars total, including the game and the season pass. I find I would find I would find acceptable. 
But like, you know, games like Alan Wake, we have to buy, spend another 40 fucking dollars. So the game costs a total $100 to figure out how the game actually ends is horseshit. Well, that's the way I feel about games right now anyways, with like uh, digital copies being the same as a physical copy. I, under- I actually get that point. I, I do get the point why they do that. Yeah, me personally, I think that, you know, digital copies should be less than a physical copy. I mean, I agree to an extent, but, like, I know that, like, when they burning a game to uh, a CD slash DVD or however they're going to do it, it doesn't really add on too much to the cost overall. But, like, I do know that, like, if it was digital was cheaper, places like GameStop wouldn't be able to compete with that. And that's where we... That's my thing. I say, fuck GameStop. I don't care. I mean... I, I rather support a mom-pop shop like uh, Vortex Games down the road from me or one of the other shops around here. That's true, but do you realize how much money that GameStop actually gives um, to these companies so that they can promote and you can get those GameStop exclusives? GameStop is funding a lot of these companies, even though that I agree, but like in some right. small rural towns, like let's just take one of my... You, you remember, we were going up... Uh, in my hometown, I'm not going to say the name of it, but uh, there's a bookstore that uh, you could go in, you could buy games for, but the games were like $65 because they always added a 5 to $10, $15 uh, to everything they sold. And that's unfortunately what we'd be looking at is small mom pop shops would charge more for those games. So you'd end up paying more for them anyway. Right, and it would usually be one of those shops like what uh, Shinzu is talking about that would only have that game available at that given time. So it's like, okay, you're going to do it because that's the only place you can find it. Um, so I kind of view GameStop as I view politicians. They're a necessary evil and to a means to possibly getting things done, maybe down the road, but overall yeah. probably not. But yeah, I'll still buy things. I, I'm still going to stand by my stance of fuck them because I know quite a few people that work for GameStop and GameStop as a corporation treats their employees like shit. Oh, absolutely. How's it different than any other retail store? They are a retail store if you get down to it and your game advisors are still, you know, minimum wage retail employees and they're going to be treated as such. There's a big difference though. So like, I, I don't want to really name names, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So Walmart treats their employees like garbage. And there's been a number of stories about Walmart treating their employees like crap. I used to work for a retail company that actually treated us. Can confirm. I used to work for Walmart. And I, I used to work for a, a competitor to Walmart. And honestly, they treated us, not I wouldn't say fantastic, but hands over feet better than GameStop treated there. Because I used to have a friend that worked for GameStop and they dicked him around constantly. Uh, I honestly felt in the retail world, I kind of hit it off really, really well in terms of um, who and where I worked and what my position was. Because I moved up relatively quickly in my own uh, in my own department. Well, I feel like you might have just got lucky. Dude, I got so lucky. I've worked quite a few retail jobs. I worked at a clothing store called Ross. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, no, dude, not at all. So it's... Like, bottom-of-the-barrel budget clothing. The clothes that... Dear God, dude, the sarcasm was laid on very thick and you missed it. No, no, I legit don't know what Ross is. That what wasn't sarcastic at all. Like, I don't... Dude, I'm in the North fucking East. Like, the our bottom-line clothing store is, like, Eddie Bauer, and that's not even a fucking joke. Like, in this area here... Um, more like Kohl's. 
I mean, Kohl's is not a not an actual like brand name though. They sell high end. I know, as but well. like they sell all kinds of brands, but it's that bottom dollar. Bitch, please. We used to have Ames. We had an Ames outlet. Okay. Oh God, fucking Ames. Right. So I mean, like, all right. So think of a think of a retail store that has that doesn't sell clothes that you honestly wouldn't mind working for. Yeah, there's not there's not too many of them. Um, I've worked at quite a few. I've worked at Regal movie the um, movie theaters. I've worked at Six Flags. So I've worked in the amusement park industry. I've worked quite a, quite a few places. And as long as it's retail, I've never been in a place where I've been treated as a human being. So I used to work for Geek Squad. <laughs> Please tell us your stories. I used to, oh, no, I, I honestly, that is an episode for another day. Um, but I used to work for Geek Squad, and I will say that in terms of companies, they treated us fairly well. And obviously, we were still retail employees, and they treated us as retail employees, but they treated us better than, let's say, Walmart would do. And it wasn't really that, you know, horrible over a time period. I eventually left when I outgrew the company, but I still think fondly back upon the culture and everything else I went through. And I honestly stood by, I don't really know too much about what their practices are now, but I stood by their practices when I worked there. And I would honestly recommend family and friends go to the store that I worked at or go to the store that I, I knew was good and say, hey, see these people. These people are good agents. They know how to do your, fix your computer and they're not going to mess with it. Now, um, my f- like to, um, add to your point, my first retail, my first IT job was actually with Six Flags of America. I was their CCTV technician. Um, well, cameras and CCTV. I originally was, was, I was with loss prevention and asset, prevent, asset, pre- um, asset prevention. But uh, I wasn't really too good at that, so they put me on CC. And my job was to get there at the wee hours of the morning and to test every single camera on the park uh, and to get every camera up to speed and running, point at the right angles, and make sure everything was up and running. Now, I can tell you, Six Flags of America is not, you know, it, it, it's it's a... It's a great place to get experience, but not a place you want to stay too long. Yeah, I worked for uh, Six Flags before myself, and I didn't care for it. It felt like a fucking sweatshop. That's pretty much what it was. I remember I was working in the um, dead heat of the summer, and they, um, some of the cameras would be in locations where there were no AC, no sort of airflow. It would be literally, I would be in an attic in one of their, uh, I would be climbing up to the, like, the roofs of some of their buildings in an attic-like place where it would be scorching like 120 degrees, 140 degrees. I would have no water. I'll be there up there for hours. People forget that I was up there. And I, I've passed out a few times, you know, uh, but uh, trying to fix cameras. But I would never report it because, you know, as a, as a minimum wage uh employee you just you just want to you just want to do your job you don't want to um, cause too many waves so i, mean, I have a lot of stories from back then i hear but. you it's the same way in security the second you go to your supervisor and say hey you know i tripped over this thing and i hurt myself uh they put that in and it's like uh yeah we gotta you know uh, keep an eye on this person if they keep on tripping over stuff. So it just becomes a thing of where you say, hey, you know, this could be a safety issue. <laughs> Instead of, oh, hey, you know, I actually tripped over this because some dickhole couldn't put their shit away. Well, 
one good thing that did come out of, you know, my time working at Six Flags, I am not, I would neither confirm nor deny this, but as, you know, being the guy who worked on the cameras, I knew where every camera in the park was and where every camera was angry. So, theoretically, I could get away with doing some unethical things in the park, um, which I officially on record will go as saying I did not do, but unofficially, who knows? Well, that's like me and my profession that I'm in right now. All the sites that I work at have cameras. I have access to said cameras. So if I wanted to violate my personal ethics, I certainly could. And this goes for sites that I no longer work at also. So like, you know, say, say I was one of those people that had... Uh, certain fantasies and you know this location fit that fantasy i know the blind spots of this place <laughs> so yes you know exactly what i'm talking about and you know the connotation that comes with having that kind of power now, right well i what i would say is you're probably being compensated pretty well for the kind of um power and access you have now imagine being just above minimum wage but having that kind of power that's me right now. Oh, so yeah, I, I take that back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I use good judgment with the responsibilities that I'm giving. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. But yeah, um, let's see here. Damoc, do you have any questions bouncing around in your head? Uh, well, I mean, I'm always trying to figure out the meaning of beer the meaning of beer my son is to get you it's so that way you can deal with people like d yes in this lifespan or to a state of where a butterface actually looks not like a butterface nope 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 i was in the military i know better than that i don't care what she looks like how much i've been drinking uh always 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 wear a condom damn my son well, yeah, but it still helps with the butterface. Listen here to my advice. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure inebriation, where you'll see that life can be a, pl- a place of pure imagination. Don't listen to him. You're going to end up taking your dick out of a pus-filled hole or some shit. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that I'm already a raging alcoholic on my own. I really don't need to follow anyone else to some magical land where they promise me that I'm going to get drunk because I'll just do it on my own time and not put my dick in a pus-filled hole. But then, by doing that, you've mastered the meaning of beer. Yeah, the meaning of beer is to get to a point where you get so inebriated that you wake up wondering why you have pus all over you and a smell of tuna and not understanding why and it bothers you for the next like six years to where you need therapy but you still drink heavily just not a beer well look at me i fell asleep in the middle of a whole podcast because i was inebriated enough I think I... you a little bitch. <laughs> you better keep drinking, man. You better still be drinking. I am. You better be Irish coffee that that man is drinking right now. I honestly did not expect that question to garner any responses and Zyber to go, and moving on from that. And then we ended up on pus-filled holes and getting really drunk. Yeah, it happens. Don't trust Icy. 
My only question is, I want to buy three monitors and I want to have them mounted uh, on my computer desk. And I'm just trying to figure out what monitors to purchase. How about I mount you instead? I mean, you could try, but I'm going to shit all over you. Hey, the dirtier, the better. I uh, see that he he's thinking of you as a whore because he said shit all over you. He didn't say poop. You poop on a lover. You shit on a whore. <laughs> it hey, is I'm going to make is. him pay for it, man. One way or another, he's either going to pay me or he's going to pay the hospital. One of the two. Touché. All right, so Touché. I have a 27-inch. It's this 165 hertz. It's uh, Asus. Of course, it's Republic of Gamers. It is the PG278QR. I can kind of read it staring down. I had to move some beer bottles out of the way. Uh, I love this fucking monitor. Absolutely. I want three of them and they released uh, a newer one i think i have the tn panel they now have an ips version so you get better blacks and all that i would take a look i was thinking about getting the so i i, I like asus and the republic of gamers i was thinking about getting the uh, p5258q which is their g-sync monitor because i have uh gtx uh, nvidia gtx 1080 and i'm going to swap that out for two 2080s so i want to get three of those the problem is that I can get them right now for $500 a pop. Um, and I'm debating whether or not that's actually worth it. I have that exact monitor right now. Only one of them. The the Rock Swift? Yes, yes. Uh, I spent about, yeah, like I said, $500 on it. I'm enjoying it, and I wouldn't mind. If I do get another monitor, though, I, I might. I would have to go for a 4K monitor. I couldn't do another. Yep, I have a Samsung 4K. Isn't that a 4K monitor? That's a full HD monitor. No, this is a 21-something 21, 21 over 1440, so it's not 4K. 4K, the minimum 4K has to be is like 3,100-something thir, um, 3, over. Oh, yeah, yeah. this is uh, 1920 by 1080 on that one. Yeah, me personally, what I was looking at were the um, Samsung uh 27 inch uh curves uh two of those and my current samsung uh 4k uh flat long because i want a wraparound feeling like i'm in a cockpit no no do not buy two curved monitors even if you're going to do a flat monitor and then two curves on the side you literally would have to turn your body and your head to the middle of those curved screens or it's a wonky angle. I sat down at a setup that has one of those thinking this is going to be the greatest of all time. It's not. It's a huge pain in the ass. I think that's what he likes about it. But I do have a question for Shinzu. Why do you only want to get 1080p monitors? I know you're getting three of them, but really not 1440p? Well, I mean, the issue the issue being is that it comes down to cost. So I can get, the point is I want gaming monitors. Gaming monitors, like the ones I'm looking at have uh, 244 uh, hertz for, or refresh rate. So I currently have one that's 144 and like one millisecond response time. And it's great. I love it. It's also an, another Asus, but... I want something that has better color uh, and a sharper screen, and I'd love to have 4K. But if you go with a 4K monitor that has G-Sync, it's going to cost $1,000 per monitor, and 4K is still ridiculously expensive. Hey. And finding a 4K monitor with a higher refresh rate for gaming is really hard. Well, you got to pay to play, brother. I mean, it's harder than Icy after shit on his dick. <laughs> that... Have you looked into the AOC monitors or the Omen monitors? I, I hate Omen monitors. 
I, I just don't like their design. It's, it's just a design. It comes out to a design thing. I was looking at the BenQs, but even those are, if you can choose between, you have to choose between G-Sync or 4K. 4Ks are ridiculously expensive. I've never been, so, a, been a fan of BenQ monitors, only because I feel like, you know, they're more, you can, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they always feel like more of a budget option. And I know that's what you're looking for. I mean, I'm not looking for a budget option, but I mean, at one point in time, you got to look at a computer monitor is a computer monitor. And if you look at like the TVs, you could buy a beautiful, like flat screen, partially curved, you know, 4K television for $1,100 and get a good version of something that's out there. If you spend anywhere near that for a computer monitor, you're fucking insane. But yes, but... um. You have to look, that that TV you bought might only be like 50 frames per second. You know, there's there's a huge difference, you know, in how many frames you're getting per second. And for, for it's not really frames per second. Frames per second is really more along the lines of the video card. You're looking at the, um, oh God, the, the time, the response time and the, yeah, the overall yeah. refresh rate of the screen is what you're looking at when it comes to gaming monitors. But for gaming monitors specifically, once again, it comes down to that cost, uh, cost to what you're getting ratio and right now it's the choice really is either 4k or a g-sync monitor and i could go with a 4k monitor with FreeSync now that that nvidia is releasing their uh their options for FreeSync as well but i just i haven't been a fan of amd for a while now and i don't know if i want to start buying like the current monitor i have now is FreeSync, and it does and it is supported by my card but I haven't really looked into how to unlock that because I've been too lazy to. And I also haven't had any tearing with this monitor, which is fantastic. But I, I just, I want monitors I can mount. I want them to be three the same. That way there's nothing wonky about it. They just arc and it's all just, you know, looks fine. Stay away from BenQ. If you are going to get a BenQ monitor, you have to look at the model number itself, and then you have to get a specific month that it was manufactured. They have quality control problems all over the place. I've owned three of them. I have hated all three of them because it took me forever to realize, oh, I got mine, and they're the September batch and not the August batch, and the August batch was the good ones. Duly noted. All right. Um, well, how about this? Would either of you like to see GNA do more live shows? Definitely. All right, look, dude, I can only show my dick so many times before it gets old at this point. So what type of live show are we talking about? We are talking about, uh, you know, our show like we're doing right now, but in a live format or more of the GNA crew in a GNA cast uh, streaming like a co-op game. I think that's great. As long as you pay for my, um, pay for me to uh, join the events, I, I I would love to do that. If you can get Cecil to figure out how to fix streaming on Twitch and not use that damn mixer that you know is not even remotely as popular as Twitch, and then you do some live streams and you actually advertise it a bit. Then absolutely, it would be awesome to watch you guys. It'd be great to throw some bits at you every once in a while and just have a good time with it. Duly noted, uh, that's something I would like to myself see more of. I mentioned it to the guys, but it seems to get kicked to the wayside. Um, I say we should uh, definitely maybe start a poll. We should just 
get that server up and running with the new seven days to die. I think it's an alpha 17, maybe alpha 18. I'm not quite sure. Let's go back to playing that. You can stream the shit out of it because it's the only game that we've ever played together that has lasted more than a month. That fucking game, the last time we attempted, pissed me off so fucking much. Oh my fucking god. I, I take four steps and I fall through the fucking map and that was it. Reboot, fall right through the map instantly. Reboot, take two steps, fall through the map. Sounds like you need to get a more sh better shoes. The rest of us had no problems. We had a great time. Then we tried to play Ark, and Ark lasted three-ish weeks. And then all the other games we play last less than a week. Uh, I think we're going to have to go back to Seven Days to Die, and yeah, you're going to have to fix your personal issues over there, Zyber. Well, he needs to update a new driver for his video card. The last time we tried to play Seven Days to Die, not the first time. First time was fine. I had no issues. Well, no issues until you guys dropped a tower. Um, yeah. Ark, Ark was great until somebody got upset because they woke up in a lake too many times. Wait, who woke up in a lake too many times? Uh, that, that gentleman called Shadow. Oh, that's right. We used to paint all of his shit and then put him underwater when he was logged off and we did all that fucked up shit. We took that bird and flew him to the top of the mountain and just left his ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously fucked with Shadow in that game. Hardcore. But we love you, guy. We really do love you. But Karma got us back when those two T-Rex, or no, the bigger things than T-Rex, rather, rampaged our camp at the beach, that was really the decline because we tried to move further inland and we couldn't. No, you guys could have come to that base that I was building further inland that I had secured on a perfect spot, but no one wanted to trek all the way through there because they just kept dying and losing all their shit. And I said, fuck all your shit, come visit me, just leave your bodies. And no, everybody wanted their shit. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> but with that said, I guess uh, we could start wrapping it up. And yeah, Daymok, where can people find you? Uh, well, I would say that I troll the Discord, but you'll never know it's me. So I haunt the Discord. And that's about it. Yeah, if you see something off the wall trailing underneath someone's name, it's probably Daymok. Say hello. Uh, Shinzu, where can people find you, man? You know... No one's really paying attention to what I say where I'm at, so at the moment you can't find me anywhere because y'all bitches don't deserve it. Aw, uh, lame. Lame. You can find them on Twitch at Secret Solvent. That's Secret Solvent. And go from there. Yeah, except I'm never on Twitch anymore because both Cecil and I have. And uh, Icy, how about you, man? Where can people find you? <laughs> so if you want to look for me, I'm on the. I'm in the Discord as Icy. IC33. Um, I'm also on PlayStation at IC33 underscore SN0WMAN, as well as Xbox as IC33 SN0WMAN. All right. And that was your host tonight, Zyberblood. You can find me haunting around the uh, good old Discord here for GNA, as well as my Twitter, my Twitch, my. Uh, Mixer and Facebook and all that lovely stuff, even Instagram at Zyberblood, that's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. 
or just search Zyber Games. Um, yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. um, hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's about it. And uh, in close, I would like to say, um, thanks for listening, and we really hope you uh don't hate this episode, even though I I'm kind of frantically looking for the closed notes that I can't seem to find right now. I honestly think we're missing stuff like you know, Humble Bundle and what. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the closed notes. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, I, I kind of failed the show right now. Uh, Mumble Bumble is a... Ah, uh, dude, please, no. Um, In a world where Zyberblood is frantically looking for the closing notes, only one man... Run with it. Honestly, hoping you'd be better, uh, you know, than D at this, but uh, if I can get my shit open, um, we'll rip it open. Oh, dude, I could get your shit open. Come on over. I'm waiting for my pill to kick in. You gotta spit on it first. Oh shit! I knew I was forgetting something. I always forget that, man. Always, always forget that. I mean, I give them to you, but I don't. I, I've never been given the. Yeah, it, it it's kind of my fault. I should have been more prepared than this. There we go. Um, yes, yes, here we go. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Reviews help other people find us. Um, yeah, please rate, review. Uh, so if you enjoy listening to us, spread the word. You can also find us on several other services like Google Play. Uh, that's Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, uh, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, uh, Your Listen, and whatever else you want to find us on. You could even find us on Spotify. Yes, we are on Spotify now. If there's something you want to hear us on that we're not on, Shoot us an email, shoot us a message on Discord, Twitter, or Facebook, and let us know. We'll add it. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join us in our Discord. See the pinned tweet. Uh, Facebook. We are also on Facebook at GNA Podcast, all one word. We are partnered with Humble Bundle. Uh, Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service where uh, you can buy games like any other game person's site, but with a twist. You have the freedom to choose where the money goes. The developer, Humble themselves, or the charity. Um, We have a specific charity, which is Extra Life. So if you put question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your link, you can help us support Extra Life. Uh, yeah, so please put that link in and help us support Extra Life. Uh, that helps kids, you know, in need, that are sick, that need operations. So help the children while you get games. Um, yeah, right now we have raised... Uh, la, 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 right in it. Oh, yeah, baby, right in it. Um... Where the oh forty four thirteen so far we have raised forty four thirteen which is awesome I I definitely contributed to that I bought a few bundles and popped in our link and threw the money to uh, the children so uh, yeah want to help us out 
please do. We do not want you to slide that slider over and give it to us because what we'll do is turn it around, either put it to the charity or buy codes for game show night, which is when you hear this, this past Saturday. Um, but currently it will be this Saturday. But by the time you hear this, like I said, it'll, it's this past Saturday where you can come join us when the codes that we get from Humble. All I have to do is show up. The top three usually uh, get codes. Damoc can uh, contest to that. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of codes, and I don't need any more. I'll give mine away as a double prize. I have too many codes. <laughs> I hear it, man. We all do. Um, yeah. Do you like anime? Join us. Hey, hey, hey. Join us on Wednesday nights. At 19.30 hours Eastern Time. That's 7.30 for you folks that don't get military time. It's all right. It's understandable. But 17.30 Eastern Standard Time, you could join us on our rabbit channel and watch some anime, which the link to that is www.rabbit or www.rab.it forward slash GNA podcast. .it forward slash GNA podcast for some anime night, which will be hosted by Blue Shark yet again since he's coming out of his hiatus. You my boy, Blue? Yeah, yeah, we love you, Blue. Um, he isn't, he isn't Blue. Just want to throw that out there again. He isn't 45, nor is he a shark. Don't be let down if he turns on his camera and you see this dude with a magnificent beard and these, like, brilliant bassy tones that, you know, kind of make you question your uh, gender preference. It's all good. we all been there. And then maybe later, Dama can pee between your legs. Oh, I'm really good at it, too, dude. I don't fucking get any piss on your legs at all whatsoever. I can get right between them. Oh, nice. Very good. Very good. Uh, do you like horror movies? Hey, guess what? Uh, next weekend which you can come to because you'll hear this and you'll be announced to it right now. Next weekend is Horror Movie Night, where we are going to play House and House 2. Uh, so yeah, if you want to come watch some horror movie flicks with us, come join us. It'll be great. I, I'll be hosting if I get home in time. Otherwise, you could expect Cecil. And the same thing as anime is going to be on the same rabbit channel. Uh, for GNA podcast, it's going to be www.rabb.it forward slash GNA podcast. Um, you can join us there. Uh, we will be starting at um, eight o'clock for horror movie night. Uh, yeah, and like like we said, first Saturday we are doing game show night, which is this Saturday coming up. You missed it. Sorry. Um, just keep an eye on our, uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook feeds or our discord for the announcements to drop, but you could join us there, um, through mixer, uh, that, that usually goes through, uh, Jackbox TV also it's it's a little annoying, but it's fun. It's a great time. Win some free games. Um, we are partners or Part of the uh, Ninja Pancake family. Um, yeah, you can come check us out there as well. But 
you know, give our friends over there a good look also where you could talk to, you know, or listen to, I should say, listen to Geek Squatch. I know we talked about it last week with Geek Squatch, but hey, why not again? Throw it out there. Uh, Caleb and Alex, that is. Um, don't forget to uh, check out uh, the meter on We Need to Talk. Also, I believe you can find him on YouTube. Just put in We Need to Talk and you'll be able to hook up with them. We'd also like to thank our, uh, our, our fella that did our new uh, logo uh, last year, and that's uh, Shadow Morgan BS Photography. If you want something uh, done up, give him a shout, or just check him out. Give him some support. We'd love to support him. Uh, other than that, yeah, give us an email. You can email us, you know? We would like it. We'd like to get something other than the garbage we get from these Saudi or Arabian princes saying, hey, give us $10,000, we'll give you $20 million. Yeah, that's all bullshit. We know that. So we just have Damox send them dick pics. I mean... I mean, you haven't replied to my uncle back yet. It's all the same. He's going to blow out two weeks for you guys to wire him the money. He just needs just that little bit about so he can get back on the throne in Nigeria. No, no, yeah, no. That too. No, no, no. You have to do it in your native language and in your native tongue if you're going to do it, I see. My uncle, my uncle, he is, he is suffering. He needs to go back on the throne. But you are not helping him out. He just needs a small wild transfer of $5,000. And he'll be reinstated as king of Nigeria. Please help him out. <laughs> All right. But yes, if you want to email us, you can email us at gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one. Again, that's gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one. Point of inquiry. Is that one as in the number one or is that one as in O-N-E? That is O-N-E. That's gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one. No one after it, just the word one. Just want to clarify. Uh, with questions, comments, death threats, requests for Damox, dick pics, I don't know, anything. Just anything other than these prints, whatever emails, asking us for money to get money. Uh, we'd like to hear from you, so please send those away, our way. Uh, last but not least, check out our website at www.I don't know where the fuck this episode went .com or gnapodcast.com whichever one you actually want to visit alright that sounds good to me so yeah check us out at gnapodcast.com I would like to thank D from Microbrew Gamers and Zabo Blood for stepping up where that jackass Cecil was unable 